Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and I'm uh, a part of Inspiring Better Business, IBB Talks. And I hope these lessons are helpful to you. I hope that we can be a part of seeing your business and your life be improved financially. Uh, today I'm going to talk about the subject of supply chain. And you know, um, we talk regularly with developing nations, and especially in East Africa, and my friend Hamisi has a large number of chickens. Actually, he's up to 30,000 chickens. Uh, the last 10,000 were just little chicks here about a couple months ago, but they'll grow up pretty fast. Imagine 30,000 chickens and the eggs that come out of that. And he started real small and grew step by step. But today's lesson hymns on the fact that he called us, we're talking with him, and he says, man, I'm not sure that my vaccinations are doing good. I have some diseases here, and I'm paying for vaccination uh, uh, injections in some form. I don't know how it's applied. I'm sure somehow in the water. And I'm still getting my chickens are sick. And I went back, and can you explain what should I do different? I said, well, let me exchange, explain the concept of supply chain. And I've got it here in my hands, I have uh, a chain, okay, and you're going to see it here. It's uh, just a regular chain that you could probably uh, pull a car with, or you could pull uh, a tractor, you could pull somebody, and, and you can visualize that even if you don't see it on video, but it's just a chain, and there's links in that chain. And so we're going to talk about supply chain. So I asked Kamisi, I said, well, where did you get your vaccination? And uh, he, he kind of didn't give me the details. But I explained to him, maybe he was wondering if the vaccination was really any good. Because, you see, vaccination is known that it needs to be stayed refrigeration. There needs to be under refrigeration. And what if somebody in the supply chain didn't either supply the correct vaccination or allowed the vaccine to be, get too hot? Well, see, a chain has a link. And the link on the end was Hamisi and his chickens that need the uh, the medicine to be sure they don't get sick but started way back maybe four five six ten links back uh, uh, previous there was the person that created that vaccine I don't know how many links there were but if that person created that link correctly and it might have been the best vaccine that you possibly could have but now you need to follow that through the chain how was it handled each time it went through each person that got it to Hamisi, my friend? In other words, it could have gone from a laboratory to a wholesaler. The wholesaler could have put it into a vehicle and transported it someplace. Was it refrigerated there? We don't know. Then it might have gone to a retail. It might have sat in the store. It might have been at somebody's house. Maybe the electricity went off while we're at that store. And then it might have gone to someone else that transported out to Amisi, my friend, and, and there is the chain. There's the step by step by step of where that origin, and we call it the, the place of origin to the place you've got it, that's called the supply chain. It's not just getting the, 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 the materials to you, it's the condition it gets to you is very, very critical. And I hope you see that when we're talking about vaccines and chickens. Well, uh, you know, we, we have that, uh, you have the right, and I told and discussed this, that you must know more about your supplier. You have the right to ask them. Tell me how you got that. Where, where did this vaccine start? Don't just tell me that this is good vaccine. I want to see, and actually say, I want to see some proof or some evidence 
that this was handled correctly from start to finish, from the start of the chain till I've got it. That's fair. That's something I have to do. We're going to talk about that uh, in, in uh, my business as uh, in manufacturing. And so these are all big factors. Uh, so I'm going to give some examples here, both good and negative, uh, in businesses I know that need to know where the supply chain came from. Now, this applies in many areas, uh, especially in the area of food or something that is digested by humans that they could get sick. Now, in this case, the chickens would be a, a financial loss if the chickens die because the vaccine wasn't right. That's a financial loss, but actually it was just the chicken. It gets more critical when, in my case, I have a machine shop and my customer specifies a per particular material, and in specifying that material, they say it needs to be this strength, or this hardness, or be of this uh, 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 characteristic, or has this, the, this makeup in it. And so we buy that specific to what the customer's needs are. But we now receive with every shipment on every piece of material called the material test report. We don't just trust that our supplier is supplying it. They must supply a report that shows that it did meet those requirements, that it is what we ask, and it is what we need. And so that's a, a material test report. And there's certain things that the customer might say. In my case, the customer might say, well, we want it only made in the United States. Or they may say that the, the country of or, origin may exclude certain countries that they don't trust the country. You know why that would be? Because they have a track record. That, you know, when you have just a piece of paper, somebody could falsify that piece of paper. So now we're talking about an element of trust. I can't actually fly to a country and see how my material was made. That's illogical. So this supply chain has to have a, not only a chain of documentation and confidence, I need to trust every person in the link, every link. You know, one link on a chain could break and we could, somebody could get killed on a real chain. That could happen when we're in the supply chain uh, in my case. Well, let me tell, tell you some other examples. Uh, we, we recently went on a trip, my wife and I, and this would be a way that you could take advantage of this situation because I'm in a new, new city, doesn't matter where, we are going to eat out and we're trying to choose what restaurant to eat in. And we got word that this one restaurant was very specialized in having really good food. Now, not just good tasting food, because you can add a lot of salt or a lot of sugar or just a lot of flavoring. We wanted to make sure the food was wholesome and healthy. And sure enough, we went to that restaurant, and, and we looked on the menu, and it said they had the, ori the source of origin. In this case, it said, here's where we bought all of our meat. Here's where we bought our beef. Here's where we bought our, our chicken. And they didn't make huge promises, but it told me that they were very conscious of not just buying something off the street. Boy, I've always wondered when you go to a foreign country and there's a slab of meat hanging on the, out here in the, uh, out the, in the sun and there's, there's uh, flies all over it. And, and I mean, it's pretty obvious to me that may not be too healthy. Now, we can cook it and, and, and probably kill most of that. But, you know, when you bite into it, was, was that the meat that I thought it was? I mean, you could fool me until I bite into it. Well, in this particular case, we were so pleased with the restaurant that we ate there three nights in a row because it said on the menu, and we, it was good tasting, it was good flavor, it was a good, good meal, but it said they had traceability on where their food came from, their raw materials came from. 
you could take this and make it an advantage. I'll just say in the egg business, you could, if you would go to that e effort and say, we've been able to trace and we know that the food that our chickens ate, by the way, it'll make a difference. The food that our chickens ate, we know where the source was. We did some very basic tests to make sure that there was no uh, uh, pesticides or insecticides, or we, we, were, we knew where they come from, we trusted the supply chain, and you as the final seller can say, you know, I've done my best to make sure that we are bringing to you the best final product you possibly could have. And it's way better than anybody else that's supplying to you. And now you've got a competitive edge. Well, uh, there's other examples, but for sake of time, um, uh, I'm just going to tell you that supply chain is very important in almost any business. Uh, a little example was our friend from uh, uh, Nairobi, or from Kampala, Judith, who has a jewelry business, and her first uh, piece of jewelry on the subject of quality, you can listen to her video, was that she handed the piece of jewelry to her very first piece of jewelry that she was going to sell to her very first customer, and it actually broke in her hand almost at the time the, new, the customer, the lady, touched it. And the lady says, what do you want? I mean, I'm going to buy jewelry from you, and I don't, it's already broken, and it was like a little chain. And Judith says, you know, I learned from that one lesson. I know where my chain comes from. This is around the necklace. And I know good chain versus bad chain. And there's some countries that I won't buy from unless I really know. Or I even make my own test. Maybe in her case, she could buy a piece of chain. I don't know that she did this. And she could actually have a particular weight and say, hey, if this happens, will it, will it, will it, if you had like a, a five pounds, will that chain actually hold five pounds? That would tell you how strong it is. So you can do something to, to verify whatever your situation is so that you can prove that your supply of, of materials in your part of the supply chain is good quality. Well, I hope this is helpful. I hope you understand that this applies in many, many areas, and we are so happy you're a part of Inspiring Better Business. Thank you.